Silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're all being good in the classroom, man. <laughs> Folks, welcome to the Hot Box Show, and as always, we'll be talking lag dank. Guys, happy to call it. Happy quarter to Friday. Happy quarter to Friday. Yo, happy Oaks. to call it nearly Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been getting grilled already since 4:20. Yes. Uh, our special guests this evening are Kai and Dave from Green Girl Grow Room. Uh, they're going to be walking us through a bit of a gadget lately. Uh, but this week, we're going to be discussing using weed before work. Uh, we're going to find out why Sapra is under fire from Bafasa. And we're going to be testing some bud potency on this Kif Ganja gadget over here. So, Oaks, roll the tight one. Come get lit and tune out with us. Looking forward to having some fun with you, Oaks, tonight. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Whew. <clears throat> yeah, it's been a long week, huh? <laughs> it's been a bit of a long week, but it's, it's been alright. So before we get on to this week's Dang Cam, uh, the poll, the Zoll poll is, do you toke before work? And these Oaks boss is here somewhere, so we yeah. mustn't, mustn't out them too much. But you guys at home, please vote on the, the poll. Uh, yep, nope, before, during, and after. Dan, do you smoke before work? <laughs> uh, it depends on what the day's like. If I'm crunching numbers, designing on the computer, I've got to put my thinking cap on and make sure I keep numbers and budgets in line, no, I try not to smoke before, but if I'm on site and I'm actually getting handy and I'm working around and I'm doing that, then yeah, I've got no problem with having a smoke before. Before, and yeah. during and after? Yeah, during, lunchtime break, have a smoke, afterwards, of course, have another one, yeah. Okay. But not if I'm, like I was saying, if I'm not, if I'm really needing to make sure numbers are right. Then I'll try and just leave it for after work. Yeah. <laughs> and it's for after work. Or anything that involves losing a finger. <laughs> no, not really. I, I don't really mind smoking before <coughs> using heavy machinery. Really? Yeah. Ooh. I've always have actually. <laughs> Doctors for life got gonna hate you, bro. <laughs> You're the worst enemy, dude. Yes. But I'm still here, all my fingers are here, so you do, know you how to use your equipment and yeah. Ten fingers, ten toes, dude. That's it. Joe? I'm a before, during and after kind of person, but not every single day. Um, again, also it depends on what I need to do for the day. I find that my spreadsheets and my budgeting and shit goes a lot smoother if I smoke before. Because uh, it, it stops the rest of the chaos the in noise, my mind yes, and it allows me yes. to just focus on that one thing. Yeah. Um, and also if I'm doing a physical thing, crafting, painting, cleaning, um, less so. Honestly, if I'm driving around too much, because <coughs> okay. um, then I know it's going to run out and I'm going to want more and I don't like carrying too much weed with me because I don't trust the carbs. Yeah. But, and definitely after. The, the last thing I do before I close my eyes is I have a joint. Yo, we're naughty, naughty, naughty. Dave, 
without a doubt, before, during, and after. There's no fail without a doubt. I mean, our days revolve around the plant. Um, uh, we, we smoke at the shop. We've got the rooftop where you can come to the green grow room and have a smoke. Bring, it's a lovely bring, rooftop. Because <laughs> I know that they've got a low-key private space at the green grow room. So you can't rock up and smash a bong in the shop, but literally right next door to the shop with the door, there's a nice balcony. Yeah, private space. Private space. Maybe That's it. So, 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 I mean, yeah, being our shop, being the environment we're in, we do. We I smoke before, during, and after work, without a doubt. It uh, sees the flow of the day easier, helps me deal with the different customers that are coming in, different personalities we have to deal with. So, yeah. And maybe you're right, if the customer's going to come in all 420, yeah. you've got to be on the 420 yeah. FM too. I used to be a bartender, I had to drink if I wanted to make a tip, because if yeah. I wasn't on the same leg wavelength as those people, it wasn't going to happen. I suppose you're very right there. Yeah. I guess, eh? Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with a little bit of a wake and bake. Yeah. Um, I don't smoke every day before work. Uh, some mornings I come into the office and then get through after the day, I'll be like, oh, I haven't had a smoke yet, and then I'll, I'll go have my smoke. Um, so yeah, just uh, very much dependent on the day, um, what I've got to accomplish, what my mindset is as well. Uh, but uh, during sometimes, yeah, as Dave said, you know, we're in the industry, so um, we're going to light up and, uh, you know, it's, sometimes guys bring us a little bit of bud to test out, you know, have a taste of what I've grown and you're like, oh, let's give it a go, why not? It's part of the job description, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yes, 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 so, you know, it's... Uh, and obviously, you know, the bedtime toke is, uh, is always, uh, is always compulsory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, most of the time, I would say. Most Cherry of the on time. the top of the day. Yeah, it just and gets, you sets the toke. Um, I'm a slave to the machine, but I'm also a slave to Mary Jane. So I saw like you were nodding here saying it makes the Excel and the budgets go better sometimes. Okay. It does that for yeah. me. If I'm going to be doing like photos or something that I really need to focus on for long, I'll get pretty grilled hey <clears throat> it's almost like a performance enhancer in a way yes. but i admit it's a double-edged sword there's days when i feel like i shouldn't have had a morning joint and i think hmm. it depends also on what you're smoking if you cut yourself with the wrong joint first thing in the morning and all you want to do is climb yeah. back into bed get that's not good <laughs> <laughs> get glued hey yeah. <laughs> oh, guys you okay say before during after all day depends this oak saying all day or day, you're saying it depends, eh? Depends on what I gotta do, yeah. Yeah. You almost gotta plan ahead, you know, it's like we're trying to be responsible in a way. <laughs> well it's like we say, well, like I try to follow don't wake up or don't smoke and then find something to do or yeah. figure out what you're gonna yeah. do. Yeah. Have it's a plan, like smoke mm. and then execute. Because then you go into it with a plan already that you already figured out, okay, I've got to do it in this order. Now I can smoke and then I can get back to what I was doing. If you Blazing and you haven't got a plan for the day and you're like, oh, let's blaze and we'll think of something to do. Fuck, bro. No, you're going to go in circles. You're going to go in circles. You're not yeah. going to accomplish what you wanted to do properly. I guarantee you won't because you'll be so fucking like around haphazard. Land smoke do. You've got to have a to-do list and if you can't do it in the morning before you wake and bake, then make sure you do it at night before. Yeah, whatever you, it is, exactly. Have the, the plan already before you get high. Yeah. Maybe the trick <laughs> is maybe the trick is to write the to-do list on your wrist and you can only smoke that section <laughs> once you take that bit off. And it can't be like that Tropica ad where you get to the bottom on by smoking through the rest. Because I've seen Oaks market with their friends as well. You know, you go in on a gram, times are harsh, you know, you roll that fat joint and you mark it out. But I find if I do smoke in the daytime, it's one joint. 
and I'll have a couple of drags, I'll let it go out, I'll do some things, I'll come back to it an hour or two later, a couple of drags, and like by half six at night, maybe it's finished. Okay. So just yeah. if I'm chilling at home, I don't go heavy, what's the point? How long is this joint, Joe? This long? No, it's, it's, a, a, it's what Brad rolls for me, and you know what Brad rolls. Yeah. It's kind of like a cone. But I find a lot, I smoke a shitload more when I'm doing physical work. Yeah. When I'm grafting and I'm doing it either working yeah. with plants, working with building, working with uh, anything that I'm doing. Sweating, bro. And I'm mm. active. I can fucking smoke and smoke and smoke and smoke and smoke and smoke fucking a hundred joints through the day and I'm fucking on points and I'm going through it. It's just, I don't know, you just don't get it. It's a performance enhancing. It's really cool. <laughs> it is. Then you finish yeah. the end of the day, you get in the car and you drive home and you're like, Phew, I can smoke another one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the way to smoke <laughs> another one. <laughs> it's like that shit, I like to get high on the way to get high. And you've had such a fucking productive day, you're like, fuck yes, nothing's taking me down. Smoke another one. Shoal, <laughs> uh, uh, you, before, during, after? Uh, it depends, but uh, the earlier I wake up, the more likely I am to smoke. You know, if, uh, I like to wake up at five. Yeah. And then I have a good solid vape, and then I can zone out for an hour or two. Let's yeah. start my day on a peaceful note. It is a nice way to start today, particularly on a weekend. Hey? Oh, yes. the best. Wake yes. up on a Saturday or Sunday morning. I'm Nowhere to be in a hurry. Coffee and, and joint in bed, bruh. Because like you said, sometimes you have that, <laughs> You sneak that wake and bake up in the morning during the week, and it's the wrong week. And then you're like, oh. Yeah. This was stupid. Yeah. Fuck. Are you going Damn to work it. and you're worrying because you're worrying that your fucking <laughs> dang smells like clothes? You're so loud, bro. Not even. I know. Fuck that. The thing is, like that is that you start in the morning and you have that one joint. And because you've had that joint now, nothing satisfies essentially that you, you can smoke. Say. You can just like, oh, roll another one, roll another one, roll another one. Mm. If you suspend it for like central lunchtime, midday, then you smoke. You, then you get that like, okay, I can smoke another one, I can smoke another one. But if you wake up and you have a joint first thing, fuck, two hours later, you're ready to roll another one, not even thinking, you're in the fucking mode, you're going. And by the time you hit your last one for the nightcap, it's not really catching anymore. Yeah, that's why you got to put all the, 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 the you got to make it a jet you got to put the, the fucking stuff in the stuff, on the stuff, around the stuff, yeah. and make it... Yeah, yeah. I've actually sat in bed sometimes <laughs> contemplating edibles, but I know it's going to take an hour to kick in, because I've smoked too early in. in the day, <laughs> and my bedtime joint isn't catching. And I'm like, oh, how am I going to sleep now? Yeah, edibles are another thing, because maybe it's not just smoking before work. What if you chow edibles before grass? I can now never. <laughs> never. I could, I'm also, I'm like, uh, define work. <laughs> Fortnite, maybe. <laughs> going to work on smashing, binge-watching that series, yes. Oh, sorry, <laughs> That's the only work I can do on edibles. So, maybe fishing. Hmm? I've got baby ones, we've got some yeah. riz there as well. So guys, before we get on to this week's uh, dang can, please remember to vote in the Zoll poll. Uh, do you toke before work? No? Definitely before, during and after. Remember, hashtag hotbox show on the socials. Like, share, subscribe. But let's take a minute to look at what we're dabbing and toking tonight. Oh, you're running, sorry. Can't see you there. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> the sound. There we are, we're coming back in. <laughs> there we go. Just a little bit. A little bit. It's uh, a little bit. So we don't see Buzz's foot there. 
There we go. There we go. See some grapes, some Rizla, and some papers and stuff. So yeah, what we're talking on tonight, as you can see, there's a big sheet of some goodness. There. A dab Rorschach, eh? Oh, that looks yummy. Yep, I can't wait to put that in my face. It's like a smushed smiley face. <laughs> it smells like <laughs> sunlight, <laughs> sunlight soap. It smells like sunlight soap. <laughs> it smells like sunlight soap. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's so. smell. It does. It's I'm going to grab a little bit and taste uh, it. I'm going to try and get this into focus, guys. <laughs> this is going to be a bit of a... Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Well, Either way, it's a nug, Oaks. A good looking nug. It does not taste like sunlight soap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can certainly smell the citrus and the lemon. But it does smell like you would use it to clean something. Mm. Your soul. So there's just some nugs that we got you on the table. I'm not quite sure what it is, but just it's dank as we can see. It looks good. Looks good. So yeah. It's gonna make me sneeze like that. Because I know when the dab makes me sneeze. I see we're all representing on the swag as well. I checked Dan's repping Lux today. Joe's repping Green Grow Room and Hot Box. And Hot Box? I checked you're repping Green Smoke Room, bro. Blank Green Smoke Room swag, And to some OG's old skunk, eh? Magazine. So, folks, before we get onto this week's CBDNN, please remember to vote in the Zoll poll. And also just going to do a quick shout out because I don't want to leave it to last. Just going to say happy birthday to our missing friend Jules. Brew, it's just not the same without you. So many people say the same thing even about the show, but we're thinking about you, Brew. Never going to stop thinking about you. So those of you who knew Jules or are missing him, blaze the extra fat one, you know. Extra fat one. Mo fire. On Saturday, right? On Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, so, yeah. so, find yeah. a friendly cop and tell him to go and fuck himself on behalf of Jules. <laughs> So this story went all over. It even got recycled by a, popular, a few popular blogs. Uh, the main story was in Times Live. Can you smoke dacha before work? The CCMA ruling suggests that you can if it doesn't impair your performance. At a recent hearing of the CCMA, Commissioner Nomsa Mbeleni ordered the reinstatement of a factory worker who had been fired after reporting for duty under the influence of Dacha. So, so, exactly. So what had happened is this guy, he rocked up at work, at this farm or whatever, and he was red eye. His eyes were like The supervisor <laughs> checked he was red eye. And he said, eye. maybe you should go home, because maybe you got flu or something. This happened last year though, pre-C-word, before there was all this stuff. Yeah. So it was like, you look like you got flu or something, maybe you should go home. And I was like, no, I'm not sick, I'm here to work, boss. I just smoked a fat zol before coming to work and the boss was like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so ultimately uh they then decided to fire him outright they fired the oak one i gotta respect the oak's balls though for saying yeah. hey i'm just grilled but i'm here to graft eh? because also maybe it's a job that doesn't require much thinking if it's yeah. like picking apples or something so they don't say exactly. Yeah, exactly so he stood by it um it sounds like it did kick off him 
off between him and his boss a bit, but they fired him ultimately. Mm-hmm. He took them to the CCMA, and the CCMA ruled, yeah, you know what? So what? He said he smokes all. But can you prove he was impaired? Exactly. Was he not fit to do his job? Did he not report for duty Because they morning. allowed him to do his job for the day, from what I could work Is out it, on yeah? that article, yeah. They allowed him to work stoned, and then, and then called him in and said, listen, no, cool, go, like... Hmm. Now we have issues. Hmm, that's not right. Yeah. That's not right all, right? And that formed part of the reason why they said, but I mean, you let him work. Yeah. So why did you let him finish if you think he was impaired? Yeah. You know if the truck driver arrives drunk, you're not going to let him do his rounds and then go home. Yeah, exactly. You know? Doesn't so, matter how important yeah, that delivery is. That is kind of weird, eh? Yeah. What was also weird is they made him do a drug test. But why? Yeah. The Oak's like, <laughs> I smoked. I told you. <laughs> I told you Yay! What drugs are we testing today? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a hell of a story, but to see that the CCMA now has now made a distinction between, you know, yes, having it in your system, but being impaired. Because it's not like doing a bump or, you know, doing a this or a that within a day or two, it's out your system. We've always known with weed, it's in your system for ages, for like up to a month. Yeah, if you're a heavy smoker, up to two months. So testing's always going to come out on the wrong side of your use either way. But it is nice to see now that impairment. But what do you think is impaired? Because we're having fun with the pole and that. But surely there is a limit. DFL will always say, imagine you're going for surgery for your triple bypass and the, and the guy's just smashed a bong of glue. Hey, do you really want to doing your, your triple bypass? Well, if it cures his shakes in his hands, then yes. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So my general rule would be, if you don't feel fit to drive, then perhaps you're not fit to do anything else that requires heavy machinery. But we can't. You've got to work it on your own tolerance levels as well. So you're saying judge for yourself? Yeah, I'm saying judge for yourself. Well, they're going to install the machine like in the cars in America, where you just blow that thing in the car before you can drive your car. But then will it have? uh, Will there be like a, a limit? Will it count? Because it's not necessarily in your breath either. What about the edibles? Exactly. Again, you know. Or if you've been mm. taking oral capsules because you have arthritis and you find that it helps yeah. your joints. And it's your tolerance. Your, your joints. Your, your, <laughs> tolerance, your tolerance would play a big role in um, how impaired you would or wouldn't mm. be. So, so it's a very. Um, so if you smoke so gang, go for it. In a way, uh, yeah, almost yes. Because <laughs> I mean, like I've I've sat alongside some guys with a low tolerance, smoked what I've smoked, and they've definitely become impaired off of mm. a third of what I would smoke, for example. You know, they become speechless almost. Yes. Mm. And and that's a lot lower tolerance than me. So you know, you'd have to throw something, you'd have to throw that at me six <laughs> times to to get the same reaction. So I. But then how does an officer decide that? Yeah, how, you know, that, that or, or in the CCMA, how is it? <clears throat> that's the question. How, how do you judge that? How do you judge that? Mm. Yes. So it's one of those things that's that I think it's going to go through. <laughs> it's going to go through its own things in there. But maybe a better question then to ask is what jobs shouldn't be allowed? Why? Because I know you're saying like self-regulate, but that's saying like, I see it with booze oaks sometimes mm. as well. And I see it with stoners. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be driving or handling that power tool right now yeah hey but you're deciding yourself maybe that does need to be decided within reason dude okay. maybe if you're handling my kids and stuff like that maybe i 
I don't know. There surely there must be limits, or does everything go? You know, get grilled before doing anything is okay. I think there should obviously there should be reasonable limits within reason. I think if you're flying a Boeing seven four seven with about a thousand passengers or whatever it is on it, mm. you shouldn't be allowed to get good. out any 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 other way Even out coffee, of your yeah. your Even fucking coffee. your yeah. most sober state mind as possible yeah. because uh, fuck that's a lot of lives on the line. If I'm ap- operating a jackhammer and there's no one around me and I crash my foot because I was high. It's my fucking problem. I'm an idiot. Mm. I'm not taking anyone else's risks. I'm not like I'm not harming anyone else. I think that's maybe where they could sort of put a very fucking skew line. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know, where would the line go when it's a bus potentially prosecuting a? Because all the for, for all the bus knows they could be firing the most diligent worker, and the mm. reason they are the most diligent <coughs> worker is because, because they, they come to work stoned. Yeah. You know, they're, they're able to focus, they're able to perform. Maybe they're stuck behind a desk, yes. But then he finds out about it, the production is there, but the boss is anti-420, could we say, and that's, you know... How I do, how that, you, is, that is not anti-420, and then you're good, I guess. Oh, so like in the Wednesday Star, there needs to be a 420 yeah. section for jobs. <laughs> 420 friendly, eh? Yeah. yeah. But then they have like a whole other thing, because nothing about they're going to have to lawyers that protect them through all the shit that they go through, but... You're gonna go and sign up for a job and say, "Well, I'm an active stoner that smokes." At least if you put it out there, they say, "Well, then you we don't really <coughs> cover you." You know, unfortunately, the, the insurance is not gonna cover it. So, come to work, do your thing. If you hurt yourself, it's your problem. If you stone, okay. I don't know. I'm not saying that's how it should be. <laughs> then let's put the pressure on because they're like stoners. We go around ourselves in circles. But you said, pilots. You know, you're flying I passengers. Someone that's, that's, that's got someone else's life <coughs> in their hands, mm. yes. But then maybe that applies to driving as well, then. If there's someone in the car, yes. If but what about the oak is driving past you? Past you, yeah. That also is like, maybe I don't want the bus driver to be that grown. No, but like, but I was saying, what about the dude on I'm the full What about the guy that's driving the car in <laughs> that lane yeah. coming towards you? Yes. Is he allowed to drive? Because he hits you, he's going to kill you. Yeah, no, and there's no one in his car. Stepping on some dangerous territory. So, yeah. Very skewed line, like I said. It's just maneuvering. It's incredibly skewed because then, you know, he may have smoked the same amount as driver B, but not have been half as impaired. So then what's the common thing? Where do you just say no? And how badly is impairment from alcohol? We did the driving test. Yeah. Even that guy, he was running the alcohol test for years. Yeah. Yeah. And he says after beer three, things go downhill. And then from there it is exponentially depending on the person. Yes. Yeah. Some guys were still all right on three, but if 80% of the people on the day start failing at three, then everyone is failing technically at mm. three. Mm. The other people just handle it better. <coughs> and uh, he was very impressed with the low level of impairment that was shown that day when we were smoking. With, like, Some of our driving got better and better the more grilled we got. He I said, think the only people that battled were the people who'd never smoked before. He said yeah. the only thing he noticed was the way we make decisions. The sharp, the sharper turns. It's not as smooth. It's more like reaction. Than actually going into it and thinking it's about like, it. so, a bit of that paranoia maybe, or you know, overcompensating because you don't want to hit the cone because yeah, that's mm. like a child basically, mm. you know. So Very it's like, actually. but on average we did slow down. Yes, yes we did. Yeah. But that guy, I said, got faster. <laughs> you just couldn't believe the uh, cognitive ability shown by everyone there. That's great. Yeah. And we could still drive a car. 
And what was something that really came up? I know a devil's advocate a little bit earlier about people making this decision themselves. All those people who weren't smokers and who smoked in their drive said it was the last thing they wanted to really do when they thought about <clears> it. They said there was nothing that would drive them to get in the car in that state. They were yeah. so aware of themselves. I find that with The with weed stone. regulates it's you itself. That's what the self-regulation is. It, t it tells you straight away, mm. no, dude, you should mm. not be driving. Don't and the difference between stoners and drunks, I suppose, is that stoners will sit and go, okay, yeah, yeah. me, that's right. Yeah. Drunks will go, nah, shut up, I can do it. We don't want to put people that work in food stores, you don't allow them to smoke anymore, because then you're going to have a problem. Stop. <laughs> Stop. 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 running around like, the fucking deli section and taking all the cakes, they're gonna fucking eat it all. Then you've got problems. You're gonna open your Pringles, there's gonna be yes, a couple missing. missing. Resealed, Packs open and closed again with like a bit of glue or something, you know. It's not, maybe not, not in the food sector either. But stone awaiters. Mm, so just you, a chip quickly. You guys mostly said people in transport though. Yeah, I, I believe yeah, transport's more. more Dave, if there was a job that you were like, mm, weed, no, what job would you think? I don't know. I, I think it's pretty compatible with every job used in the correct manner. Really, I think it, <clears throat> even doctors, they can use it on the spiritually recreational side to get away from it. So not necessarily to do it on the job. So, so, so to I, deal I, with I, the job. I think all jobs. I really think that that's how much I believe in the plant. Anybody can, can benefit, benefit from it. If used correctly, just if know. Plants, if used correctly, yeah, know your know your boundaries with the plant, and and it will benefit you. So, I'm not against anybody using it. To be honest, okay. I, 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 I promote absolutely everybody. It's what I'm all about, pretty much. So, so, so yes, use use correctly. Yes, in moderation. Yeah, but I would say. Anyway, I'd be happy to to go under the knife of a surgeon that's using cannabis correctly, as you you said the self regulation. He, if he's a true surgeon and true to his name, yes, I know there are people in this world that will take advantage, but he, he knows his capabilities, and I don't think somebody of that type caliber would go under the knife knowing that he can't complete what he's taking the task to do and if cannabis relaxes him if cannabis yeah. eases his mind because that's stressful I mean uh, let him go for it if the truck driver slows his truck drive and drives a bit slower then let Just, him yeah. smoke it, yeah, unfortunately, truck drivers are all on like crystal and fucking at the truck stops. Yeah. Start smoking weed, so, and big bombs. Yeah. And surgeons are also on apples often. I would imagine. Yeah. And dentists and Kai, is there a job that you would say mm, maybe not? I think I very much share Dave's view on it. I think you know, with with moderation and understanding your your self limits, and uh, certainly I know how. I've got different uses for the plant in different instances and in different circumstances. You know, it wouldn't be fair for me to say, no, I wouldn't trust the surgeon who smokes weed because, you know, I know full well that it, you know, might give him everything that he needs to be the best that he can be. Um, so, yeah, I think each person is different and each person has to you know, be responsible enough to know when to smoke, when not to smoke, and 
Uh, so what to smoke? Because you know, uh, dacha isn't just dacha. You know, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. different strains it's a have different complex. different strains can have different effects on you, and and as such, you need to be wary of those things. So you know, it's uh, education. I think is probably the most important. Be informed about about you know what it is that you're doing. Like, Don't feed. Kai sour OG cheese in, in the, the morning, beginning of the day. You know that he's going to have that's an the unproductive end of the day. day. <laughs> not going to pay Glen Freedom Farms and Bio, in fact. <laughs> I'm going to add that I think that it should be mandatory for every member of our government to um, smoke weed before they get to work. I do think so. I think that they might make better choices in life <clears throat> for all of us. Maybe Ellen Zilla. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I haven't made up my mind on this yet. You know, I think, you know, as you guys are saying, moderation, impairment, words like that. Um, it, it, but also, it's one of those things you're always going to judge within yourself. It's also one of those things when it does happen, it's a horror story. Uh, you know, we see people latch onto it for the smallest thing, the smallest thing. But maybe in a, in a weird way, it should almost be not compulsory or encouraged per se, but really tolerated within certain industries. Because fuck, bro, if I was gonna pick <coughs> fruit all day, podcasts, yeah. it's all, bro. Hey, I'll what smoke the fucking pork center. Fucking the most boring shit in the world. Listen to someone moaning all day. Are you joking? Need dabs on drip, bro. Literally. <laughs> so this pub that I used to run was up in the Melsbrad area, and we had a lot of farm uh, community that supported us, and a lot of them, they. Please, their staff must please smoke before work because they get the best day done. They, they said they, they grow their papakai slide, they leave it to the barn, and they take care of it and they harvest it themselves and whatever, and it's cool. Then they work. Then, then everybody's calm and, and my father, My father had a, a worker on his farm where he banned them from smoking and quickly came to realize that production went down. Morale also goes down, perhaps. He opened the gates, you smoke what you want, you carry on because he, he recognized very, very quickly that there's a production. When there's the joint in the mouth, the production is happening. <laughs> Small mercies. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, guys, uh, before we get on to this week's high five guest, uh, please remember to like, share, subscribe, hashtag Hotbox Show on the socials. And this week's Zol poll do you get grilled before work? Nope, definitely before, during, and after. So, for those of you who didn't dial in last week, uh, we ran a story about Bufasa marching on Sapra. Uh, essentially, the gist of it was that they had said that there were too many barriers to entry for black farmers, particularly in South Africa, to access this cannabis licensing model. Uh, they brought up that there were issues with corruption.
Sorry for the technical difficulties, folks. Um, so last week we spoke about uh, Bufasa marching on Sabra. Mm -hmm. So Bufasa is the Black Farmers Association of South Africa, and they marched on the South African Health Practitioners Regulatory Authority. Boom. Yo! Hey, <laughs> one take. Um, effectively, Sapra, for those who don't know, are the ones who control the licenses in South <clears> Africa. Mostly the Mostly SAPRA, a little bit of Department of Agriculture, but SAPRA is where everyone knocks on the door, medicinal, medicinal, medicinal. They used to be called the Medicines Control Council. Agriculture yeah. or health? Health. Well, that's also changed now because agriculture isn't <clears throat> deaf anymore. It's like the... Jordan knows the word. But things are changing, changing, but SAPRA has been under a lot of fire. <clears throat> particularly from Bufasa now who claim that, one, there's corruption issues there, but effectively uh, cannabis licenses as we know it through them have been captured and they're saying that it's too much of a barrier to entry it's not accessible for mm. black farmers in south africa mm. plain the and simple that's it so they marched on sapra last week and then we've got dr lennox uh, from bafasa to bring us a bit of news on what's going down uh, their thoughts on the situation and why they marched on sapra and how it works good evening good evening dr lennox thank you for joining us 
Evening, guys. Uh, could you please tell us a little bit about Bifasa and why you marched on Sapra? Uh, I'm the national president of uh, the Black Farmers uh, Association of South Africa. I also uh, chair uh, a national chairperson of the United House of Monarchs. Uh, we have discovered that uh, Sapra is uh, taking the indigenous plant, give it to body body and uh, people of their choice. And also Sapra is operating with the Act of 1965. Uh, that Act is unconstitutional because uh, South Africa uh, changed a lot of acts in 1994. So uh, we picked up that all licenses are given to one side. Uh, to, to the rich people, uh, obviously in South Africa, rich people are white people. They, gave, they give these licenses to them. Only one license that was given to a black, it's Tande Rakunene. And also Tande Rakunene is no longer sitting with that license. That license has been hijacked by Afriplex. So uh, the reason for our match, we have asked SAPRA before this, uh, uh, in our petition to revoke all licenses that they have given uh, to, to these companies. And uh, the, we, speak, we had a meeting with the CEO. After speaking to the CEO, the CEO said that she will uh, uh, take the matter to the board. She came back telling us that uh, uh, as SAPRA, they don't look at the race. That is uh, against the constitution of South Africa, number one. Uh, our constitution has made amendments that uh, black people to be included in the wealth of this country. And uh, by uh, implementing the BEE uh, uh, scorecard. So SAPRA, if SAPRA is going to say they don't look at that. It means SAPRA is non-compliant of, of, of our constitution. So uh, we asked uh, Helen Rees, the professor, that do you own the letter that uh, uh, you sent to us that mentioned uh, about uh, a non-racial, uh, uh, I mean, that, that excludes the blacks. And she said, yes, I own it. Huh. And, and when she owned that letter, we said to her, then I think you are, you are on, on the wrong side of our constitution. Indeed. And, that, yeah, and we said to her, then also, we discovered that Helen Rees is not a South African. No, but a foreign. And then uh, we said to her, she needs to step down with immediate effect. Yeah. Uh, she called the meeting, the meeting that we had with her. There was a national uh, prosecuting authority, uh, uh, Rudy Dix is from the uh, president's office. Uh, uh, Netlek, uh, agriculture, yeah, the NPA I've mentioned. Uh, the agriculture was also there. But now our question was this, 
is the uh, uh, president's office involved in issuing these licenses? And or, or all the stakeholders that are there, are they part when SAFRA is issuing the, the licenses? Mm. They all said, we are not part. And then I asked, what do you want in this meeting? <laughs> or what do you want to achieve? You know, uh, that was another element of corruption. <laughs> and after that, after that, uh, uh, in that meeting, we said to her, we are going uh, to ask her to give us the, 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 the companies that she issued license with. She agreed. But up to date, we never received those companies. Only after what they did, they removed from their website all companies that they've issued license to. They also removed uh, pending cases from the uh, uh, special investigating, investigating unit. They removed those cases of uh, maladministration and fraud. By the time they removed them, we have already uh, received everything that we, we wanted to make our case solid. So, uh, on the, we, when we discover that they are not giving us the information as agreed, we were left with no choice to uh, call for uh, a match to have SAPRA uh, closed down and exposed for the fraud. Call them out, indeed. So, on the 28th, a day before the match, she wanted a meeting with Pifasa. Uh, 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 she referred the matter to the uh, 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 health, uh, to the health minister. So we met uh, uh, the gentleman that was chairing the uh, the meeting. It's Mr. Munyai. He is the chief whip of the health in the parliament. So. Uh, and some other stakeholders uh, uh, that were there. We put our case, and our case was simple. If you give one race everything, you don't give the other race, yeah. it means you are the racist. Yeah. Because in South Africa, you need to balance the scale. You give that race, you give that, all races you need to give. Mm. Once you give one race, you are a racist in South Africa. So we said, uh, uh, we put that record straight that uh, as she previously sent us a, a, a lawyer's letter uh, telling us when we need to give them an undertaking that on the day of the march, we are not going to use uh, 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 words like uh, racist and that. We said to them, in South Africa, every South African city, freedom of speech. In South Africa, every uh, uh, South African is got the right to voice his or her views when he feels that it's time to let the other party know where he or she stands. And then we said, uh, we are not going to look at that apartheid letter. If she's denying that she is not, I mean, she is not a racist, she's got all the to take me as the president to court. But as things are standing up to date, she never 
said a word uh, uh, to discredit what I said about her. You see? So, our match, we did uh, 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 hand over the, 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 the petition. And the petition that we gave them is that Helen Reese needs to step down with immediate effect. We cannot be led by a racist that is going to bring divisions. There's already divisions in this. And on top of this, the, this indigenous plant, the Daha plant, is coming from the monarchs in South Africa. They have been, that was their way of uh, 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 making income by planting it in the villagers. That is their source of income. She cannot come and take that source of income, exclude them, and then go and, and give it to the super rich. Yeah. So yes. that is when we said, yes. enough is enough. Revoke all licenses. Afriplex, uh, the Zeplas, all of them, those licenses must be revoked because they were issued under an apartheid law. Yeah. So due to that, they need to be revoked, and also money generated out of these licenses should go back and clear the records of those that were jailed for, for smoking and selling these cannabis. So uh, we agreed that we are going to do that. In our match, we had all our affiliates, the Rastafarians, traditional dealers, the monarchs, and some other stakeholders that were part of that uh, 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 match, have decided now, on the 20th, I mean, on the 21st and the 22nd, we are going to have uh, uh, Imbizo, Imbizo, we are calling on all stakeholders to have a meeting. We are going to have uh, a match to the parliament. We want, in that match, we will have more than 10,000 participants in that match is going to the parliament. We will stay there until the president tells us that she, she, he is charging Helen, Helen Rees and all licenses are involved that will give us the How many so, licenses are there? There's uh, 283 uh, uh, permits that she issued and uh, 23 licenses that are being issued. Uh, for for cultivating and import and export. I think it's 23, but she said it's 73, but I doubt <laughs> that it's 73. See? So uh, I think, but ir irrespective of how many licenses are there, all of them must be recorded. Because there's not even a bill for her to be selling uh, 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 this carnival. There's no bill. And she she cannot change our constitution alone. So uh, there are a lot of uh, things that are taking place. And uh, this march is going to go uh, to, to the parliament. On the same day, we will be marching to the, uh, to the premier of the Western Cape. Premier of the Western Cape does not give land to the black people. The land is available for Canadians. So we are going to march also to tell him to provide land or face a shutdown simply. That is what we are going to do as we pass going forward.
And are there any departments in government who feel like they do want to work with Bafasa? Are there any good guys? <coughs> there are people that want to work with Bafasa, and uh, and people that want change. They do call us, set up meetings. They want to work. Like yesterday, we had a meeting with Agri SA. Yes. Uh, that meeting was uh, fruitful. Was fruitful. Uh, they want to work with Bifasa and other uh, stakeholders. So uh, there are people that want to work with Bifasa. Bifasa is open to business, but we are not going to be taken for a ride by fraudsters like uh, Helen. You will never allow that. See, she must give back what is due to us, and that's it. And also, how are black people going to cough out 48 million to put a, 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 a structure on a hectare? 48 million. And irrespective of your head, 48 million, where, where, what guarantees are there that you will get a license? Exactly. You see, all that, it's a red tape that she's putting in to, to enrich those are super rich that she's friends with. It's incredibly exclusionary. It's for the rich and politically connected, and that's all. You see, you see, uh, the, the fact that she used a 1965 act, it's a clear indication that she had an agenda, and that agenda was to exclude black people from 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 this uh, uh, cannabis bill. Also, the Minister of Finance, Honorable Tito Bowie, also commented that this is a commercial capture. You see, because he can see that black people are excluded. That is why we want this woman to be charged. We want her to be charged criminal, and she must be declared a racist so that she she does not have a, 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 she's got nowhere to run. Then she must be stripped everything. Because what she's doing, she's putting uh, South Africa back to, uh, to the apartheid. They're colonizing cannabis. That's not good. And that's not what it's supposed no. to be about. It's supposed to be fields of green for all. Do you yes. think cannabis has been captured by SAPRA? Yes, it is. What if you can see, if you can see who's got it now. It tells you straight away is the super rich mm. pharmaceutical companies mm -hmm. all of them are rich exports and they still want to make more money mm. and on top of that we've got uh, uh, traditional healers that are making uh, 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 traditional herbs with with the cannabis they are excluded mm -hmm. rastafarians are excluded and arrested a lot of people lot of people are excluded excluded and then also arrested Yes, that's what she does. Yes. You see, and, and also that, that is another thing that we want the, the president uh, to, uh, uh, to uh, instruct the SIU to arrest all of those that are selling this cannabis, whereas there is no bill. How do you sell cannabis, whereas there's no bill? Yeah, how can some people sell cannabis and, and not get arrested and other, others <coughs> trying to sell cannabis to put food on the table are getting arrested? It's not fair. Yeah. And, that, and that is true is true this Helen Reese. What it's the all her mission. Helen Reese must fall. 
She must. She must. Louise must vote. Going to see this second march that is going to the to 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 the parliament. We are not leaving then until the, the president or the minister announce that Helen Reese is no more, and the the CEO also must must follow. We need to get a new CEO. Maybe maybe the problem is that SAPRA is the wrong organization for this. Maybe there's another department or other departments of government that should be dealing with cannabis. Do you think that maybe agriculture, justice, DTI, DECLA, that they no. should be more involved instead of SAPRA? I think the Department of Science and Technology mm -hmm. is the right department that was supposed to be dealing with this. Professor Machabisa is the one that was supposed to be handling this because it's science and technology. Yes. Not the uh, uh, shark that is taking everything to her friends. It's true because that is medicine is only a small piece of that pie. Mm. The, the science and technology on, on the rest of the industrial use is more, way outweighs. More education it almost encompasses all of it as yeah. well. Uh, Tell me, Doctor, where can people find out more about Bafasa? On our website, Bafasa. It's Excellent. That that is where we are. Good. And uh, last week, Sapra was was uh, in Cape Town to come and view the land that we have. The land that we want to put our uh, uh, cannabis fields. There is no structure on our land. And uh, our proposal was this you will give us a pre license on that land, and then we can get investors on board. And the pre license must be a bankable uh, pre license. If it's not a bankable one, Forget about it. We are not going to stop too much. We will march. And in this time around, the Western Cape will make sure there's no business. Because we are going to deploy all our, stake, uh, our stakeholders and our members. They will come from Eastern Cape with buses to, to the Western Cape. We will make sure the parliament takes us serious. And she goes to jail. That is what we want. And all those that are sitting with these licenses must be revoked and they must also be charged for fraud. Because they don't have a right to sell, whereas there is no bill. You see? So those are the things that we as Bifasa we want to put state But Also, we are not closing the door on those that are sitting with the licenses. If they want to come forward uh, to, and, uh, 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 to be faster, we are willing to hear what are they putting on the table. But the fact remains is that it needs to start with those that went to jail for it. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it must start with those that went to jail for it. First, you yes. see? Now. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, no it must start, yeah, it must start with those that went to jail for it. Not for those that were putting them in jail. To, to be the first to benefit. It does not work like that. Yeah. Because if you were smoking Dacha in those days, you were a criminal. 
No one wants to, uh, to associate him or herself with you. You see? So why now? Why now those that were, uh, 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 were, 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 were calling us criminals to help uh, uh, license? How does that work? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's all backwards at the moment. It's very backwards at the mm. moment. Uh, Dr. Lennox, thank you very much yes. for joining us this wow. evening. We're going to be sharing your story far and wide. Yes, we are. Um, we are definitely. All the best with SAPRA, but also I feel like SAPRA is in the past as well. We must leave them in the past. Like you say, it's time for the other departments to now also get involved. Yeah. And we need to be yes. able to sell this thing. We must be allowed to grow yes. it, sell it how we wish to, and not 48 million rand a hectare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone must be able to, to partake in this. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Cheers. Wow, that was an amazing. I really, what he said at the end there was so poignant, and I can see Shaul also, it's resonating here, is that, you know, he's saying that the, the very people, not the, I'm not saying these oaks were there paying the prison system, whatever, yeah. but what I'm saying is the people who had, the, not the most, but who were the least involved with cannabis couldn't give a toss. Mm. And the people who literally rely on it, not who are going to, we're talking about people now yeah. who have plants in the ground like every year for a couple hundred years now, you know, people who are relying on it. Why are they still going to jail just because they haven't got 48 million, 50 million, 5 million, whatever? It's like those who need to be able to make money selling weed are not allowed to, but those who don't need to be able make any extra money at all. That's exactly it. Yeah, it's bold. They've got a very powerful leader. Yeah. This guy's got a very strong voice, and I've I've really resonated with what he says, and I I support it. I don't believe that there should be any kind of separation. Just no one should be excluded from this, and the amount, the barrier to entry that they
Welcome back. Right. It was such a fascinating We're back from the blackout. Yeah, third time's a charm, eh? Uh, so, guys, those of you who missed it, please, when you've got time, not now, a little later on, that was a really great in interview with Dr. Lennox from the Faster. Please keep an eye out on the website and social media and do whatever you can. Look out for a call to action. Go march. Go join the things. That's it. Don't be scared Just to go Just because it's the Black Farmers Association right. doesn't mean that only black people have to support it. Yeah, it's not separate. It's and not... You know, one-dimensional, yeah. hey? Yeah. But it was crazy to hear the numbers of it that, you know, in a country with, with the past, the present, and a future such as ours, you know, I know I'm the least qualified person to speak about this kind of stuff, so I'm not going to go deep. Mm -hmm. But very clear, the demographs 
all kinds of fucked up on those licenses slash permits. Yeah. They do not seem to be even remotely equitable. No. No. Okay. As somebody said on the Facebook well, Most companies are planning to run a 10 year loss. Right. 10 year loss, dude. Yeah, of course. Well, well, hopefully, you're going to run a now, company for 10 years in the red if, every you know, year, and then in 10 years' time, then they'll make their money. Hopefully, That's they right. do this, what they're doing, and they catch it now and nip it in the butt now and put it into it that there will be equality from the, in this industry from the beginning mm. and not allow this mm. industry to corrupt, be corrupted and captured as no. we, know, don't we, cannot, to be, we don't want it to be running around mm-hmm. playing this game. We, we want it to be a fair and equal fucking game. We don't want to have to, like, no, like Jules said, don't be lie so you don't remember your lie because it's yeah. going to be full of fucking lies yeah. if it's going to be like this. It's going to be full of lies. Yeah, yeah, we, we, know, that. we know that SAP is a square peg in a round hole situation yeah. as well. But guys, let's get onto something a lot more light. Yes. Hopefully very fun because we've got an expensive toy in the house tonight. Folks, this week's shittle lit, courtesy of Green Grow Room, we've got, it's called the Gemma Cart. Gemma Cert. Get more grill buzz. The Gemma Cert. And basically, this is a machine for testing weed. Gemma, Latin for flower bud. Yes. And cert, certification. Certification of your flower bud. Okay. Loki Latin, <laughs> mofos. <laughs> How do we write Latin for 20 in the numerals? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, uh, so from what I've seen, this is, like you say, for testing your bud. But I think I'm going to leave it up to you guys to give me the pitch now on why, one, I would want to potentially come get my weed tested at you because I hear that you offer this as a service. That's it. So the... The pros of testing your be- of testing your bud, testing your flower, testing your concentrates is as simple as knowing what's in there. Um, especially for medicinal, you can tell your CBD uh, levels, and recreational, you can tell your THC levels. Um, if you are a farmer, it's invaluable. If you're a grower, it's invaluable. If you're a patient, it's invaluable. So, why would you want to come and get your bud tested at the Green Grow Room? Well, it could be. You know, to educate those, if you're a grower, to educate those around you before passing on your flower, sharing with your friends. Um, if you are uh, using cannabis medicinally, um, your levels of CBD in relation to THC can be important to, with regards to what treatments you're taking. Um, yeah, and I think it's just dank to be able to know what you've produced. It's... Uh, so I think we should just get right into it because I'm too amped yeah. Can we test some bud? Most definitely. Does it only work on bud or can we test dab too? No, we'll be able to test dab in the new in the near future. Okay. We can test FICO. So we can do uh, alcohol extracted full cannabis extraction oil. So FICO we can't do dabs or rosins just yet okay but in the I'm very near soon. future we'll be able to so why we can do why can't you test that uh as far as my understanding goes we simply do not have the attachments it is oh, that matter yeah. of an attachment yes uh, accessories yeah. the accessories okay. that oh, come okay. with well, it good, i'm yeah. not sure if the, the technology has actually been released to be adapted to these but i know that it is in the pipeline in the very near future Fantastic. We'll be able to test the full range. Right now, we can do crushed flour. Mm-hmm. You don't have to crush your flour, destroy it. It's another advantage of, of using the Gemisert is you can bring a bud in, we'll test it. And we'll a whole bud. We'll give your bud back. Okay. All crushed material. 
Um, and then the FICO once again. So we've got those three attachments and we can do those three specific tests for you. It is recommended to do a test on the complete flower and the crushed flower. It'll just give you a better variance of where you stand Two with, runs, your, basically. With, your, with your levels of potency in your bud. Cool, man. So um, what bud have we got to put in this and are we going to put it in? And I see Dan's got a question too. I want to ask, uh, so what kind of like, tell us about technology about this. What is it that you're using? Because not a clean HPLC, or if people know this, not gas chromatography. What is it? Okay, so it, as my understanding, once again, I'm not a scientist, but we do need to know what you're doing in the green grow room. So it's actually spectrology. Spectroscopy. Spectroscopy, okay. Which is a combination of light refraction and photography. And it's infrared light. Infrared. Correct, yes. NIR. Yeah, yeah. Infrared. <laughs> yeah infrared. NIR, eh? Hey? Yeah. Okay. So, light will be passed through your trichomes mm -hmm. on your flowers, mm -hmm. and a, a data capture, uh, or data will be captured on the light returning from the flower. Yeah. And that, referred off of a massive database, mm -hmm. will be able to give you your, okay. your, your and test results, yeah. your, analogy, your analogy of your base. So it relies on a database in order to do the test result, give you the test. So it's an online-based testing system. Correct. Correct. And the, the, the database that it checks against, all those results are compiled using HPLC. So it, it checks against a, it's not a spectroscopic mm. test that it's checking against. Your test chair is spectroscopic, but your database is against you know, a total analysis of chemical analysis of those flowers. So they double check their homework. Yeah. Checking they double check like their homework. Well, that's lots yeah. of science. Let's, let's put yeah. some weeds yeah. 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 in this thing. Let's put it to the test. So we've got some, we've got some critical Cape cheese um, from Can we see it under the camera? That's already loaded here on the on the pin. So while you guys take a look at it, I'm just going to go ahead and calibrate the device, which takes a couple of minutes. Cool. So I was thinking we could have a little fun with this. We got this dank from these oaks. We got some dank from Dan, and I brought some weed Loki from the 70s. Jesus. Okay, Christ. so we got three. We're gonna have three um, tests. That's the first one. Critical cake cheese, right? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right. So that's contender number one. Ding ding ding. And should we line them up and sort of figure out who we think is going to go Literally. first, second, or third Literally. in the Literally. test? Where's the other one? Bring the nut Let's see the lineup. What do we have playing against? So this is the lineup. This is the lineup. This is the lineup. <laughs> On the left hand side. <laughs> Look at that. It's a rainbow. It is. Kaleidoscope. shades of green. The ones look good. So what's what's the officials? You said we've got critical yeah, cape cheese. Critical cape cheese. That's the thin one From with the, the ginger right. peels. Critical cheese over this side here. Yeah. yeah. Then we've got seventies weed. Seventies weed. And then over here, I think this is a DMT Kush indoor DMT Kush. Yeah. So two indoors and one outdoor, I take it. Ding ding ding. Who do you think is going to come yeah, first? Yeah, yeah. The DMT, the no, this one here. Yeah. What is this one? That's an indoor. That's an indoor, 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 outdoor, indoor. Cool, cool. Okay. Nice. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, Seems so fair. there's your first one. So the machine yeah. connects Bluetooth by an app. 
Uh, so it all works off your, off your phone? Can it all I, works via... Let's get Cam on here, let me change seats. So that's really handy, the reports get sent to you and you can save them on your phone and Great. email them. And we, and we, we generate a report that we can then print out and give you, it's all very nice. That's so cool. So let's check what's going on on the phone here. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty so looking yeah, machine. The phone, it's, uh, it's just busy calibrating. There we go. And she's ready. Cool. And it looks like the thing from the Back to the Future where you lift it's the... So pretty. So now what we're going to do is we're going to pop the flower that we're going to give her another yeah, can you see that? There you go, you guys can see that. There you go. In there, it clips on with the magnet. So you just stick the whole nug in, right? Yeah, whole nug in there, flower as it is. We're going to analyze it. It's going to ask us to take a picture. Take yeah, a picture of what? For the database. Yeah, this is for their databasing purposes. Just to make sure that. It also prints on the, the certificate. It prints a photo of it. Oh, great. It prints a photo it's on the certificate. Of, it's part of their data capturing system then. Must in the database, it's hashtag hotbox show, hey? And then run an analysis. So. So it's doing it now, eh? Yeah, so it's busy analyzing the the, uh, the cameras and the... So it'll take a few minutes to do the analysis? Take a couple of minutes for it to run around. It's yeah. going to take, uh, I can't remember how many photos it takes of, uh, of 24 or so. It analyzes 24 different points and then uh, it's going to give us a reading. What do you think this bud's going to score? Hmm. 20%? 15. 18. 18. Physical coaches, 18. 18. Yeah, 17. 25. Dan? No, it depends, eh? You just gotta watch the table as well. Yeah, it's just gotta keep everything quite quite steady. Yeah. So it's very sensitive. It's very sensitive, but you've gotta you've gotta recalibrate it before every single test. Because as soon as you move this drawer your cameras have all shifted out of alignment and so on, so. And how much does it cost if I came to you with my bud to do a test? So, can you not once it? off. <laughs> if you're gonna come, come and do a once off test, it's about 200 bucks. Okay, pull up, that's not bad. Pull up there, but we do have package deals. So, if again, if you're a grower and you've got um, a number of strains, you can purchase them and it brings Purchase them in, in, in a bundle and it brings it down to as low as a uh, where's the lowest hundred rand a hundred rand test. test. Yo, that's so affordable, be, yeah, right? Between between a hundred and two hundred rand, depending on how many you go for at the time. Not necessarily not necessarily saying that you have to come and purchase ten tests and test them all in the same day. You can purchase your ten and. Do one every month, yeah, buy yeah. packages, use it over time. Yeah, yeah, prepaid. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Prepaid testing stuff. Nice. So you can hear it busy whirring around mm. there, clicking away. Making yeah, you can hear it slow, doing a thing, doing a thing, doing a thing, doing a thing. And so I took a look at these like online. And I know there's always an American price for the thing and a South African price. And I saw that the price of one of these things, just to start off with, is something like $4,000, which is like 60 grand nowadays. So all in all, 
Almost yeah. 80. Once it's all landed in that, this is probably like a 100 grand toy, hey? It's a small car. Yeah, it's it a is. Small car. It's a nice car. It's a nice car. It's worth more than my car. Our cars. <laughs> 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 but it'll, I mean, it's totally worth it. The company got a phone call. Did they get a phone call? Did they insure this thing, eh? No way, eh? As long as you pay the premium, eh? But that is stuff you've got to think about nowadays. We spoke about it with the mothership kit like this as well. You know, it's not the day of an acrylic bong that you don't feel sorry for anymore. Mm. There's real things going on. Yeah, the science and technology around cannabis is getting very expensive. Yes, yeah. things with the real value. Yeah. That's the, that's the difference. Yeah, it's not just for the broke, like, you know, stupid, lazy, unmotivated. So, no, this uh, <laughs> infrared method of testing bud is actually used in America, or the way they used it in the beginning was for test as you grow. Test, to yes. Sure, to make sure that they're not running their hemp hot or whatever it was for their little micro yeah. uh, laws as well. So, yeah, that's, that's also a cool thing. If you, week five, you can test to come see where you're at. Is it actually going to be worth it or not? You, know, you can also harvest sure. early before yeah, this thing is a lot more affordable than getting yourself an HPLC or GC at your yeah. place and trying to run it properly and correctly. This is something that you can literally have on the field in a small shed yeah. and test your, yeah, you can your test crop this as outside. Seen it. So, so it's something that gives you a basic indication taste, that's really good. I mean, at the end of the day, you don't want to... No, it's a very... Yeah, you need it. You do need it when you run a big operation. Solid you indication. Yeah. Believe what you've been told and just run the system to the end. So like... Like Jordan was saying as well here. Yeah. Oh, res uh, results! Ready. Ding, ding, ding! Oh. Ooh, place device in stable, non vibrating surface. Oh, oh, no, that's us. Did someone get, get a message? Of the table. <laughs> yeah, so you can't. You know, what if it was vibrating the table by itself? Let me take my phone the off the table. Even running a joint. Very sensitive. Yeah, well, we've got very a very, very stable sensitive. table in the shop, so it'll be a bit quicker. <laughs> so, like Jordan was saying, um, and like Boomslang as well, you wanna you wanna pay attention during your grow as well. So it's super convenient. You have it there. You can check where you're at. But you were saying something interesting there is that you could potentially harvest it a little bit prematurely if you see it's gonna go over the line. So where Oaks would want to use this, if I looked at this thing, I was like, fuck, I would use this to see when peak dankness is and know then to harvest. But you're saying actually you can use it to avoid just that situation, which makes complete sense in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it would be a lovely toy for one just to have. But well, it's much faster thing. than sending all your test samples, label mm -hmm. them all, send it to a lab, make sure they come there fast enough so it doesn't yeah. degrade in the travel, and, 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 and. Yeah. We also, so it's a, we also would come to license growers to their facility, test at their facility. Oh, nice. They have to send stuff to us. Okay. It's almost like you need a bunch of rentals, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it. Uh, big industry in America as well is the equipment rental, so and everyone jumped on it. And you were saying you guys need to pay a membership for like the database, it's like Spotify for weed in a way. Yeah. So what's the deal with the database? Eh? It's more the uh, okay. being a system <laughs> in the database. So the system's from general so it's itself and paying for like a fee, a premium fee that you get all the assistance 24-7. 
because I've noticed ooh, a lot of controversy when it comes to testing locally. I'm not going to bring up any of the names, but it can be contentious. Eh? We're dialing it in again. Eh? Get these things tested. <laughs> yeah. Excuse any background noise, but we are currently experiencing a horrible. And please, lightning, don't moment. kill it. Is it insured against lightning, Jordan? <laughs> I hope so. It's so cool that you can put the whole mug in, eh? Yeah, you can't put a monster. Some, some problems, you know. Mum, they probably put quite a, yeah. put quite a, a few dankness. Yeah. Keep your dankness low, guys. Test your popcorn, then maybe. Not the biggest cut. It's analyzed. Right, No touching the table. Yeah. It's off. Can I put the phone here? No. No. Don't even do that. Don't breathe, guys. Jeez, that's, a, that's quite young. Yeah. Like, I mean, we do, it is an old sort of second hand table. So obviously, you don't have these issues with the shop, it's on a nice, solid yeah, solid, surface. Solid, solid structure. It's on a, it's on a rubber mat to absorb the vibrations. Nice. Uh, and you can be stoned yeah. while using this machine, right? Yeah, it actually yeah. happens pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we actually, we actually get reports from Gemacert that they actually told us, like, your device is not on a steady surface and it's affecting your test results. Yo. So then we had to go and you know find a new a new spot to, wow. to put up in and you know, do a little zone. So no, they're, they're, they're on the wall and uh, it's really good. Their, their backup service is great. And if we have a problem with the machine right here and now, we could hop on the phone to them, they'll dial into this thing and just, they just do it, just wow. like the wall. You know. yeah. But they are definitely yeah, like um, just data capturing on their own, and they're building a massive database of their own, getting all of this information. I mean, shit, like that. Yeah, well, that is. It's they're profiling Wikipedia. Yeah, that's a Wikipedia. And here's one of the updates. These guys are really good with their support. Right? Oh, 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 The ring's killing it. So, but like these guys are saying, the support's really good. They're really hands-on. They're proactive and all that. And it's nice because a, a thing like this is a commitment, you know. Because as we see, you know, the, I'm not going to go deep on this, but the CBD, this and the that and the this and the that and the this and the that. There's a lot of controversy. But you guys are saying that you did test some locally controversial uh, biomass recently, hey? Okay, so you guys did test that legendary biomass, and the results, were they were they consistent? The results were good, they were consistent, uh, and, and it worked quite, we were quite surprised, and I can read them out to you. Oh! So there's not an NDA or anything, hey? And he 
Garrus over the right. So welcome back to part two of the Gemma cert, which is like okay, we got results. We got results. We got results, bro. Yes. Ah, we left it on a cliffhanger, huh? We got the desk cam. Okay, we've got results, guys. We've got results. What are we going to do guesses again? What were the guesses? What were the guesses? I have to be out. You guys all said like 18%. So it came in at 16.7. Ashby was pretty close on Facebook. He said 16%. Who? Ashby. Ashby? 16.7. There we go. Nice. There's the shot. There's the shot. And got less than 0.2% of CBD. So basically, there was a reading of CBD, but not more than its limit, than its limit, its lowest decimal reading. It's very little CBD. Cool, let's go to the next one. See, it takes too much time. Let's go to the next one. Abner wants to know, can you taste fresh bud? Yes, yes. So live plant. Okay, we'll test the next one. Straddles the plant. Let's see how this thing is. What is zero wanna give this brother a smoke test? Uh what's this one? Seventies weed. Seventies weed. Seventies weed. Out to the CBD to the max. Basically, they're also adding a moisture test, which will be done by the end of this year. A moisture test too, right? Oh nice. Moisture and mold. Moisture and mold. Ooh, all you PMOs, better wash your butt, eh? No, don't wash your fucking butt. Don't tell the people to shut It's not right. Wash your butt. Bring that up to Don't wash your butt. Grow clean. One time, bro. Start over. Get out the Jace fluid, Oaks. Get out the Jet. Wash the butt. No. No, so big old 70s nugs. Holy moly. So you take this big old seven he's now you prick it with this drawing pad looking thing. So the whole nug, nug bro. The brown ass nug. <laughs> it goes into this chamber thing on top here, right? Does it's all like Star Trek here things? Yo, expect these noises. <laughs> Smoke to rise. It almost needs like Kif sound. It needs the It needs to sound like Star Trek doors when you open it. It definitely needs the theatrics. <laughs> okay, nobody bump the table version two. What do you guys think the 70s weed's gonna get? Less than 10%. Less than 10. Less than 10, eh, Dan? But more CBD. Well, hold on, yeah, that's an outdoor plant. 7.10. Oh. 7.1. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 7.10. 
So it does this analyzing thing for a few minutes, and you said it takes a lot of pictures, eh? Effectively. <laughs> 24 or something. 24 different points. Yeah, it takes 24 <laughs> different points. Yeah, I can Get it, so sticky. Why is it sticky, man? It's like fly tape. Jeffrey. It's like it's just Jeffrey. Yo, bro. Anyone brave enough? So everyone's saying more CBD on the 70s weed, eh? Well, the family now is pretty good sitting so long. How long? Since the 70s. <laughs> Pretty much, bro. Did you see... Did you see... <laughs> Pre-Bovina. Did you, do any of you know Redman? Who Redman yes. is? So Redman found bankies of weed in his cupboard. His mom found in his cupboard, in his cupboard at his mom's house. And that shit was like 20 years old. 20 year old bags of weed from these like special... Special... They were like these special bags that he had that were like folded in a triangle and knew they were from a certain dude, right, whatever yeah. it was. A certain time, yeah. So it was like... Legitimate twenty-year-old bud that was fucking that he found. So, yeah. Antique weed, and it didn't even look brown. Mm. It wasn't like brown, brown. But these bags are nicely sealed. But they use so. turkey bags, you know. It's well, a they use the bag. turkey bag that's folded over and they burn or whatever it's they probably do. Probably kept in a cool, dark place. Yeah, in the drawer. So yeah, yeah it's well preserved. Mm -hmm. This is something I often think about THC degradation, and now that we have things such as this, have you tasted a bud that's and it's dank as it's dank, it's cured, and then tested it like a year later like, to see if it's we'll actually dropped. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what you guys so, should do is exactly do? that. Yeah. Every month, get a nice bud and on harvest. Every month, first we're running. We're actually running a, with the research license company. We're running a research on the shelf life of cannabis. We've been doing it for six months now. No. So there is a shelf life study going down. Nice. That is dope. Because I wonder, because maybe there's things that affect it, like nitrogen sealing and things like that. Yeah. Lengpovidas cool. probably Very help. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got hopes at home think, eh? We're going to score high or low on the 70s weed. I bet it's 42% THC. 71% CBD. There's no room for plant matter. Nothing. If you find a seed, it's 500 bucks a seed, eh? CBG was... CBG. CBOMG, eh? Yes. And we wait. I'm too scared to put the fabric back on the table in case I bump. Don't, so don't, I'm just no, no, holding don't, everything. Worry that even my hair shakes too. I'll have to have another dab. No, but that means touching the table. It's okay. It's almost there. I think. It's okay. It's not like I'm gonna die. It's worth the wait. I'll tell you this much. It's quicker than posting a sample somewhere. Yes. And that may and never cheaper. arrive, especially, you know. Yeah. And you get your sample back when we finish mm. testing. Just like that, eh? Just like that. You sure it's not cutting a tenth of a gram off every sample, eh? <laughs> well, there's, a little, there's a little flint thing. on the bottom, yeah. 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 That, that's where the second shake comes Taking off all the trichomes. And so, have you tried to test like Nifolo and other plant matter? Mm, not from my experience. Kai, really for you guys have a place. Let's... What is it? Oh, wow. No, so... <laughs> That's very different. It's very different. Yeah. Right? Tell us, tell us. Share on the camera. Yeah, share on the camera. That's the only way. Everyone can Yo! see it. Yo! I can sell it as biomass. Yeah. 
Three and eight point five. Killing it. Three point nine percent. Wow, that's, that's some sleepy time. Yes, it's time. Yeah. You can smell it. <laughs> so that's what CBD <laughs> smells <laughs> like. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, Daniel, we did try um, a mixture. So there was a we had mix actual like tobacco yeah. and can cannabis together, and it said undetectable. Okay, cool. Oh, oh. oh so when you put a thing mixed with it. So I'm guessing so you just do like grass. So wouldn't cinema. really work in there then. Yeah, no, you can try and see. Uh, we did on our friends uh, the bus in Cape Town. We're testing different stuff there before we brought this in. What is okay. this that we're testing there? That's the um, yeah. DMT Kush. DMT Kush. Which just sounds Dangerous. like how I want to spend my Sunday. <laughs> 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 the breathing is of the DMT Kush. Okay. You guys want to breathe? Hold your breath in three. Ninefold genetics, I think. Don't touch the table. Don't even look oh, at the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't even look at it. So much. <laughs> yeah, it's very upsetting when you've waited like six, seven minutes and then it comes up. Who so why is it called DMT Kush? Because when you open the banky, it sounds like Joe Rogan saying, Have you ever done DMT, man? Brian knows many questions. Can't find the Darlin's Mate DMT Kush style bubble. I was naming the Darlin's Mate. That's what it does. Is it a Darlin's Mate? Okay. Yeah. Was that? Oh, was that just for calibration? Yeah, that was the calibration, just okay. getting it back in alignment. Just doing its fast mile. Do you have to hold it for like another six minutes? Yeah, just sit that down. What's very cool though is what I noticed like when we tested the Humboldt one. Yes. Um, <coughs> there was, he had to use these little slides pretty yes. much every time. So there was this like single use plastic dynamic. Of it, yes. So I would take it home like a trophy still the thing. But this thing, there's no, <coughs> nothing to throw away or. It's very cool. Uh, yeah. Go through the other devices. Oh, okay. So there is actually, for dab, I mean, for. Yeah, for extraction is a disposable piece yeah. to use. I imagine, I imagine. So it holds the piece within the, the range that it can obviously optically look at yeah. it, yes, yeah. So it seems that the, the, the more portable versions are the optical versions, where it's using, like like you say, near-infrared near, near or infrared imaging. Yeah, so these are the two different attachments that we would use to analyze either your extract your your fecal extract as dave was uh, discussing or your crushed flower okay so yeah you can take a look for fecal and for and for crushed flower okay so this we would use for this we would use for crushed flower uh crush our flower but you use the and same thing over and over that. hey you don't Easy. have to no no use the same device unfortunately <laughs> for the fecal 
um, for the extract. Few. You do, it does require cleaning, but you also do have to use these little cartridges. It, it has to get analyzed inside oh, these the little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. the same thing because as what the... Because of the extract, <laughs> it's, yes. got to get, it's got to get analyzed in some It has to become thin enough that it's able to read put light through it. Yeah. That's okay. the thing. Kind of a block of hash and trying yeah. to get anything out of it. It has to be able to pass light through which then times the Well, like a microscope, yes, but it makes it thin enough that the light can pass through, the wavelength can pass through and they can measure the time that it takes to get through which gives certain things. So you say you put the dabs on the little containers and then it passes through. It's yeah. dope. Or the FICO. The FICO, yeah. Not the VHO. It's just Soon. 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 <coughs> but if it is, and this is a very dumb blonde question, like <coughs> I ain't scared of asking him. If it works on, on light, <laughs> why does it work on the FICO and not on the VHA? That's a very good question. Because we'll sometimes they can be the same color, yeah. Because obviously a cleverer machine than I have. I think it would possibly depend on particle content in your extraction. Okay, because can it tell you if there's the alcohol left in there? Uh, it's possible that the alcohol may, you know, enable you to do that. Yeah. Okay. It's a good question. It's something to actually have a, have a chat with them about. I'll see what's going to the database also they're using. Mm. That okay. You know, something to reference it to. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, yes. Yay. Darling's net or the THC, Dan? Let's see. I'm guessing 18, 20. Good, good where I get it. Oh, I want to tell you I'm a deadly of this machine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Remember, it's the, it's the range. Mm. That's just the, the locomotive at the front of the train. Yeah. There's a whole lot of stuff that comes yeah, with it. So it just gives you, like, more or less. It's looking at 3% variance. Okay, yeah, that's mm. a lot as well. Yeah, so it can be wrong with 3%. You know? That's how we generally take three tests. We'll find out. Hopefully, it wasn't at any critical stages. It's okay, stand in the So, do you have to service this machine at any time while you own it? Do you have to clean lenses? Do you have to do anything that requires you to get inside? We have to. We don't open the machine up itself. That would require Gemma's expertise and uh, and engineers um, but there's uh, we've got to clean after we finish using it we've got to clean everything down with alcohol swabs brush out all the all the crushed flour that may have fallen into the various chambers etc just to make sure that yeah. nothing sits behind in the machine itself Basic maintenance. yeah and they can if there is a, they will if it needs maintenance they will log in from Israel and just fix it fix it yeah. nice yeah, no, they're really, really good with that. Well, in Israel, they've been allowed to study it since the 70s. They are going to yeah. have they, far more advanced technology. 100%. It's actually very exciting. Yeah. I'm wondering how many tests this thing could do a day, hey? Could do like 100 in theory, you know? Would it overheat at any well, stage? Six minutes of like, test. No, it's 10 minutes of test. So, yeah, so, Minnesota, if it gets. <coughs> it, it does its optimum performance between, I think it's 54. And 64 degrees, so at 57 is where it operates at its prime. So in the so aircon room, if you have a stand room, let's say, say everything's perfect in the room, how many do you do? 10, 6, 6 times 10, 60, 
So you're doing like 60 plus minus a I'd day to work all hours. I'd say you could potentially process about 50 to 60 tests yeah. a day. I think that would be very, that would be but, a diligent but, task. Yeah, it would be, you'd be literally, you'd be testing all the time. Yeah. Need to be grilled F. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, but I mean, then the machine pays itself off in like a couple of months. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if you're investing, because I mentioned it's not easy bringing stuff over at the moment any from anywhere with uh, no, things as they are. Supply chains are moment, yeah. all sorts of haywire. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also a for use because, like, I see Jordan as well. He's He likes to see the info. There? So you can purchase this from Bestgrow if you want one of these machines. Mm -hmm. From Bestgrow? Bestgrow, yeah. they are a South African company that holds stock of it. No way, there's oh, local wow. stock. There's local mm -hmm. stock, you can purchase it. Yeah, they even, if I'm not mistaken, they are running uh, some sort of small discount right now on them. Possibly, um, yes. Yeah. We actually got ours from California, from my operation. Did they come with an so. approval? Did you say, this machine said that my buddy's got this and this and this. Yeah. Uh, so do they yeah, have the certified technicians yeah. as well, if you have like a, a, a physical breakdown that needs a physical part? They hold parts and have technicians here locally. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Dude, this thing's lit as fuck, man. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so while we wait for the results, maybe we should go around. You say lit as Lit as fuck. Yeah, it's lit. Lit as fuck. It is. It's good. This is an entire small business waiting oh. to happen. Did I kill it? One investment. No. Safe, my brother. Yo, Yo. This is the banger. <laughs> There we go, you're doing it in Australia. Who do we got? What do we got? Yay! 19.7. That is banging. Is that what we smoke now, Yes. With the hash in as well. So it's clear this the seventies weed won. Yeah. <laughs> it won the C V D cup. Hashtag biomass. Hashtag drama. This thing is amazing. And it's what did you say the price price point was, yeah? Of the test. Price price of the, the unit. Of, of, of the unit, George. Uh pri local price point of the unit. Uh, it's about I think seventy thousand Rand, give okay. or take. take. Yeah. It'll take 70 grand. That'll be without the same. So, price of a small car, you choose. You want yeah. a car or yeah. you want to start a new car? If you, if you do want a fork out for the field testing unit, then. You definitely <laughs> want to get yourself a. Uh, you do, you get the You get the case. The case like that. And the case is. Yeah, so, this yeah. will allow yeah. us to go out into the field and, uh, and do testing on site for license grows, etc. Get your Pelican on. I think you would definitely yeah. want the Pelican case. You would never go anywhere. You wouldn't throw this in your backpack and go up a mountain. No, no, no. No, no, no. But if you put in a Pelican case, you think you can survive the Pelican test? I wouldn't try. I think it's a bit too fragile. Like it's got fragile stickers all over it. It's just like fragile. The things inside are incredibly fragile. They look nice and sturdy, but inside it's like... Be kind to it, guys. Be yeah. kind to it. So, yeah. Joe, let's have Dan. Let us fuck. You guys, you don't count. <laughs> let us fuck. Charles? I want one with a built in vape so that you can see exactly what happens in every bite you smoke. <laughs> you can see it. So that it puts out a little aroma of the turkey. You want to smoke in 90? Yeah, from, from what I understand, it's good, but um, I just don't know how does it compare to lab tests. 
Well, this is what I was going to say. You know, it's it's definitely a more portable solution What's this to you, yeah. um, testing. Now, have you tested, the, have you done a side-by-side -side with, say, going to NAFS or any of these local testers that say that they've got, they, they do the testing because at the end of the day, we need to work with test uh, standards. Standards are something that will basically... Because how do you know it's calibrated to... Because yeah, exactly. I know you guys say... We should have a test of it. We get a whole whack exactly. of these... these uh, so get like the same by a test at a whole whack of places. And uh, just out of interest's sake. But which see. one do we believe? So then? what I'm saying is basically these are the good for... Yeah. Like we say, in the field, give you a very accurate test. I test believe. as you grow. I believe that this grow. thing is... And then like when it comes to the... Point sales side when we can sell and we would like to and all whatever it happens that whole story then we can get, at least get a third party test from someone else you can't test your own weed and sell and say this is what it is it doesn't work you have to get someone else to say it is certified this machine that I use is certified to use it not to say this isn't a certified machine but you know really. so I think depending on your calibration even in your chemical testing yeah. different machines can get different results yes um, what we've done comparing to NAFS and Cura <coughs> we're seeing no more than a 3% variance and our actual test we see generally is with a 1% variance yeah but are those okay. two NAFS is the only one that uses HPLC right yes. and Cura uses infrared as well yeah. so you need to get another test now with say a GC gas chromatography so you have a more of a uh, laboratory wider. environment, proper analytical ana environment, because it's not analytical at all in the sense that it's it's not taking the combustion part of it and getting much deeper in terms of the analyzing what there is exactly. Well, there be any volatiles that come off yeah. at heat. So, so yeah, it's it's yeah, 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 still says this, but you also match your price then of that. There we go, hundred percent. hundred. That's what I'm saying. It's also it's great. It's six seventy grand. It's in your thing. You want to get an HPLC or GC paying up to a million rand for the whole story. It's not just a machine. You buy. You need a gorgeous lab to run the liquids. You need the machinery. You need to have the training. You need to have the consumables. So, yeah, let us fuck. It really is. It, it is really a good is. system to get the numbers. I mean, with the results that we got, I'm willing to believe that that thing is as close to, as on point as... Yeah, it should be strong, man. It's better than I knew. <laughs> not smarter than I am. I've got, like, before we get on to growing with my buds, I've got one last thought about this thing. Definitely a lit app from me. But now all I can see in my head is we all know the stoner. There's the dealer. You've gone to buy your, your couple five grammars or whatever. But this cl puss client whips out a scale because he's going to measure them then and there. It's like, no, no, this one's 4.8. This one's 4.8. 4. Yeah, yeah. But he never says anything when it's five point something. Yeah, no, yeah. But now this thing's going to be equipped with the scale and one of these fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be sitting there in your blue test trying to sell this oak some weed. He's going to whip out his scale. He's going to whip out one of these on a big battery. He's going to... <laughs> sit for and 10 shout minutes. And stand sit still the whole fucking time. <laughs> Turn the radio off. Turn the car off. Stop yeah, the radio. Does it come with a car charger? <laughs> <laughs> I think Cigarette lighter. Find an adapter. No, guys, it's a wonderful bit of kit. Thank you very much for sharing it with yeah. us. Guys, please go check out Green Grow Room. Uh, they've also got a store now that you can go to there, Norwood. Norwood side, hey? Norwood. Yeah, That's dude. Cool. Check them out. Check out Green Smoke Room as well. Yeah, lit F, guys. Thank you very much for bringing this expensive toy around, eh? And just for the bots, so we get Lang searches. What's it called? Gemma Cert. Gemma Cert. Thanks, bots. Were you listening? Please don't strike us on our new channel with two subscribers. I need two. What happened to the rest of the crew? So I actually went round to their store the other day and I took some clickies, man. Nice.
These guys have got a lot of what you need to get going, hey? Yeah, it's changed quite a bit since you okay. were last there. Really? I was only yeah, like, do you still have the table? Do you still have the table with all the stickers? Because like I'm a sticker yes. whore. I love yes, them. Yes, we do have the sticker table. If you are a sticker whore like me, there's this one little table where there's just this beautiful array of stickers. Um, do yourself a favor there and go check it out. The there it is in yeah. the corner. <laughs> there, yes. Yeah, but these guys literally have everything seed to harvest and post harvest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great trimming scissors. Dale's a fan. Yeah. Yeah. However, so we've got some we've got some super crazy Black Friday specials that'll be launching and kicking off from next week Wednesday. Okay. So uh, stay tuned to our social media pages and stay tuned to Instagram, Facebook, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, hopefully be able to Oh, and if you want to get the Jules's mosaic cookies, yes. then that's where you need to go as well. That it's <coughs> limited edition from Green Room, Green Smoke Room only. And you can hit them up online if you're still a lockdown yeah. special, hey? Don't be afraid. They've got quick delivery. Chop, chop. To your door. So guys, please go check out Green Grow Room, Green Smoke Room. That was dope as fuck. Dan, yeah. you're going to take us through some growing with my buds. Alrighty. Well, let's do this. Let's do this, let's do this. Let's do it. There's, so no, this there's no camera. This week's uh, Growing With Your Buds is about choosing the right hydroponic substrate. Basically, soil, not soil, for hydroponics. Because there are so many options. Back in the day, it was just a window special, get what you can get, Hediculture, get what you can get. But now, there are so many options that there's almost too many options. Dan, what is a substrate, and why does it matter in hydroponics, eh? Okay. Go through a bit of substrate talk. So substrate is soil. Basically, it's soil what you would grow your plants in. It's the place where your roots would go. So if you have a look here, let me turn this light back on for you guys. And what I've seen with uh, hydroponic substrates is that we say soil <laughs> is our definition of what plants grow in, but they're effectively not soil. Yes, it's not soil. It's actually just a place for your roots to hold on to, to give your plants some sort of structure in order for it to not fall down. So that's the one thing. The other thing would be for your plants to be able to absorb any kind of moisture that would have nutrients in it so they are able to drink and you know grow and take up what they need in order to survive. So um, there's different types of hydroponic nutrients. I mean, not nutrients, mediums. You would start off, well not start off with, but you would have the three basic st styles, which is your hydroton, which is the clay pebbles. Let's open this up here for a bit of you there. these. And it's like little baked clay pellet type things, like yeah, little it's, bricks it's, almost. They look like little pop trollickies. That's it. So what it is, it's actually it's a clay expanded clay, so it's like a light expanded clay aggregate. And what it comes with, let's just see if there's, sorry, there's no And it's porous, eh? It, it is very porous, yes, so there we go. It looks like whispers. <laughs> so if you look inside, it's got lots of little holes in it, which means it can hold a lot of moisture inside it, but it also allows the moisture to wick out of it. So this holds moisture when they get wet, they really do hold, they allow the roots to wrap around them, and there's a lot of crevices that the roots can go into and then sit there and basically pull moisture in. So that's one. You get this in all types of sizes, big and small. Then you've got your rock wool croutons. So some of you know rock wool as this. 
And it's basically like rock candy floss, eh? Exactly. Stone, I always call it that, stone candy floss. It's okay. Candy floss made from stones. Stoned candy floss. Stoned candy floss. <laughs> so basically, you know what these are. These are starter cubes. A lot of you guys would have started your clones or had clones in them. But basically, you use these and this would go into this block. And that's rock wool. What it is, it's light, it's, it's rock wool. It's exactly that. It's like uh, candy floss stone that's been made into blocks. These little croutons are the same thing. <clears throat> like a sponge. Like a sponge. It holds a serious amount of water. But the, the one thing about hydro hydroponic mediums is that they have to have a specific water-to-air ratio, which then doesn't allow it to hold too much moisture. So these hold just enough moisture on their own to not drown the plant. These, on the other hand, don't. They'll hold moisture, but they won't hold enough to keep your plants alive if there is no feeding constantly of it. Yeah, it's about a, so what we're saying is there's a water to air ratio because yes. roots do need air. They do like oxygen and things like that. Yeah. And it's about finding that optimum balance. And I see a lot of people even blend stuff like vermiculite and peat mm. with like the with the hydroton and that as well to find that right schedule for them. Because ultimately, whichever one you pick, if you pick one that that gives a lot of air, it needs a lot of feeding. Yeah, but if yeah. you give one that holds a lot of water, it doesn't need as frequent feeding. Yes, yes. Like here's another medium that we use, the often, which is cocoa, <coughs> cocoa and perlite. And perlite's also like baked rock or something, hey? Perlite comes from a mine. It's a very, it's a very light white, fluffy aerated. It almost looks like polystyrene. Looks like polystyrene. Balls. You crush it, yeah, it breaks yeah. up, and holds moisture as well. And it provides little balls and pockets of air in your soil. This is healthier for your soil than yeah. polystyrene. And this is cocoa, so this is being made from coconut husks. Basically it's the husk of a coconut that's been crushed, macerated, and they add perlite to it. This is probably the most widely used medium in the industry, simply because it's, um, it's the most standardized, most easiest to use. It's accessible, it's affordable, and you just plug and play. Exactly that. Opposed to your rock wool where you can't get rid of this, you throw this away, it doesn't disappear. It's a stone. It's going to live in your garden forever. And this, you can, this is the best in terms of reusability because you're able to wash it. You can take it out and clean it and use it again and again and again forever. You can. Which is really, really good. And then yes, and if you are getting rid of it, you throw it in your gardens and it helps your, <coughs> your gardens to <coughs> hold moisture. But let's be clear, when we say in your garden, in your beds, not on your lawn, because when the lawn mower hits one of those little yes. oaks, hide <laughs> the window, hide the wife, hide the kids, cover oh, the windows, eh? <laughs> Put it in your rose garden. I don't know, it says perlite so, is from volcanoes. Yes, there we go, from volcanoes. Yeah. Alright, yeah. cool. And then you've got one more medium. Nothing. Which is, essentially that is your, support. it's your support structure. <laughs> So all of these are used to hold your plants up to make sure it stands up in the roots of a place to hold it and make sure it doesn't fall over as nature would need it to. But then we defy nature and we go with little things like this where you would put your plant into it and your roots would come and hang out the bottom in an aeroponic system because aeroponics is a, a hydroponic system but it has no medium. Well, it's where air and water are literally the substrate. Finest of highly nutritional and darkness liquid yeah nutritional spray is sprayed onto the roots and keeps your roots moist but you know if the power stops on that you've got less chance of them surviving if they were comparatively sitting this or this go, go. so okay. so we know there's the options uh, there's perlite vermiculite hydrogen 
rock wool. Those are like the primaries in that. And then you also get them in different sizes, like that perlite's very fine. You get mm. some very much chunkier perlite. Mm. Eh? Yeah, Bioleaf actually did a study on perlite. Yes. And they went to the perlite convention in Europe. Yeah. And they changed their mix from the big perlite to the small perlite because of that. Really? Because of that study. Yes. Yeah. And perlite uh, is so one of the, the oldest one used mediums. I've also and found is better. It looks strange and all that, but yeah. the mix they got at the moment is really powerful. So they used so. to the thinking used to be that you must use vermiculite inside your mix all the time. Yeah. But the problem with vermiculite was that it always held up too much moisture. A lot of moisture. Way too much, and yeah. it used to cause problems that just weren't able to fix. So now they've done the research, and like you said, Bioleaf, local products. They went and did the massive research and the proper tests, and found out that perlite is the best mix in your medium you could ever have in the cocoa mix let's say yeah but also how it's applied within that medium you know big versus small versus surface area yeah, versus yeah, that's that. the whole thing yes. that they didn't test on is the whole surface area thing yeah. and they found that the smaller one and i found it actually makes the it root faster yes it allows the, the resistance root is like softer but there's more for it to kind of like move out the way mm. the roots now when it's like looking so yeah it's gone go wrong so what would you say is a good hydroponic substrate or even substrate blend for beginners so hydroponic yeah cocoa straight cocoa it's the most forgiving substrate to start off with if you can learn to grow in cocoa and understand how runoff works and keeping your medium to a certain ec and ph and making sure that you haven't got any swings in that area you'll be able to play with these other ones these other ones are easy in terms of deep uh, sorry uh, ebb and flow system which you would use this for ebb and flow system you'd use a rock a hydroton because you're flooding the base of the pot so as long as your nutrients are correct and you tap for that you're good but to start off with i definitely would go with cocoa yeah it's also That's the least high maintenance because it holds moisture yes. nicely yeah. you can overdo it with water guys if i came into the grow shop there by use i said hey green grow room i've got mm -hmm. a couple hundred bucks to spend on my soil what would you say? Here's the easiest. You know, I'm not going to come back in a week and moan. Okay, to, to spend on your soil or to, well, your to, substrate. to shop, shop for substrate on hydroponics. Well, we can look at look at the conditions you're growing in, uh, and then take it from there. Because hotter climates, uh, like you mentioned, Dale, perlite's for, uh, your your cocoa core is 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 good. It's forgiving. It's pH balanced. Be sure to buffer it before you start working with it. But then adding or subtracting certain of amounts of perlite will assist in hotter environments if you're growing in, in a greenhouse or if you're growing in an indoor. So, so what we'd re recommend off the bat, we just need to do a little bit of homework is what your end goals are, how you're growing, what you're growing, where you're growing, and then we would recommend as to what substrate to use in that specific application. So the answer is very varied, but we'll give you the right answer when you come to the shop. Is there anyone that you're low-key partial to though? Definitely the Hydroton, the expanded clay pellets because mm -hmm. I do a lot of aquaponics personally and it's very suitable for aquaponics because you're dealing with fish as well, you're dealing with living animals. The cocoa tends to block up systems, the perlite's not friendly towards mm -hmm. the, the fish. Uh, so that's for me because I, 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 when I grow, I grow organically <coughs> or in aquaponics which is your organic version of hydroponics mm -hmm. so personal preference hydrogen just a little bit more versatile but then 
for your beginners, I definitely s s go with what Dale said and stick to your cocoa. It's more forgiving. It holds moisture a lot more. It's lot. It's pH is a lot more balanced. You you need to play with it less to get a stable environment per yeah. se. So, so yeah. I mean, not to run in circles, but personal preference, hydrogen, just because of the applications and how I grow. Uh, but recommendations to beginners, definitely back Dale's answer there. Um, yeah, and then you, you just, you really come to the green grow room and we will provide you with the right substrate in accordance to how you want to grow. That's the right stuff for you, hey? Yeah. yeah. Kai, any preference? My personal preference in growing is, uh, Dave knows it, is, uh, is organics, so it's, uh, so it's in soil, um, you know, full... You not know, even full, those substrates, medium, which not living soil, right? Soil, living soil, you know, uh, feeding those microbes, kicking out those terpenes, producing the, the smells and the flavors and the tastes, um, but yeah, in, uh, in hydroponics, uh, I'd probably go... I'd probably look at the lacquer. I'd probably, I'd probably look at the lacquer. Just you know, if I was designing my ideal hydroponic system, it would, uh, it would definitely include an F pot with some lacquer and uh, DWC. Ooh. So <laughs> bubble, bubble, bubble. Because yeah, that stuff, that lacquer goes so nice in a DWC yeah. or like a ebb and flow. Something where it can take a lot mm. and drip without building up algae on top and all like that. Like the guys are saying, you know, there's also. When you, when you say which one would it for a beginner, it depends on what system you want to go with. 100%. So if your interest is sparked in an NFT or a deep water culture or an ebb and flow or a drip or whatever it might be, go something clean it's going to depict more along the lines what you're going to have to use. You can't use this, like you say, yeah. in a deep water culture. It's not going to work for you. It's going to cause shit. You know, you, there's certain things that you would go with. So it actually, like they're saying, go to the shop, speak to the guys at the shop, see what they can recommend to you for whatever situation and system you want to go with because... It's just how it is. You have, to, you have to be very um, open-minded and adapting. Of course, you can't just say, no, all I'm going to use is organics or rock wool or 100%. this. You know, if your situation says, no, you have to be in a, on a third-story third flat, you've only got a certain amount of space, you can't have big pots, you have to have lots of small pots, then you would choose, maybe go for hydroponics <coughs> because it's a space-saving situation outdoors and you've got or, not, or even just have a bigger yard when you want big pots hey you go for the nice big living beds yeah and yeah. um, someone uh, so. i don't know on facebook is mentioning um rice holes being better than perlite possibly so now we're venturing in the into the realm of potentially organic. Yes, because uh, what we're really dealing with here effectively is very sterile inert. Inert. Yeah. inert. There's no it's nutrition in them. They're, they're not going to the peak to an extent, but yeah, no, like you say, they're not going to break it's down. It's this is inert. There's nothing in this. This when you wash this, this down, there is nothing here that is going to rot per se it'll sit like this forever yeah, it's but what they do it breaks down in terms of everything breaks down it becomes dust but this inert it does not hold or doesn't provide anything if you don't give it anything same as all of these because i've seen so what's what i've seen is i've seen guys do everything on all the forums mm. and all that from the pure i've seen guys do pure pure perlite grows with the hempy technique i've seen oaks do dwc all the way down to like lucas tech and that in it uh, i see guys going crazy with the rock wool even though get low-key algae on top if you overdo it but i've also been very partial to uh, peat 
or co- cocoa or cocoa blends. Cocoa mm. with a bit of perlite or a bit of hydrogen, mm. because like I see it, uh, probably at use and at like uh, Green Thumb Hydro, you can literally walk in and there's a dog food size thing of the ideal blend for you, you know? It's not like you even have to buy it and mix it yourself anymore, most of this. Unfortunately, you have to pay the, <coughs> you have to pay the school fees when you go into this realm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hydroponics isn't just a, tell me what to do right now, because yeah. it just does not work like that. You 100%. are learning mm-hmm. a completely new method, not new, it's actually centuries old, but way of growing. You have to understand the mechanics of growing this method instead of putting it in the ground and just throwing water at it. You, you have to do a lot to get your plants yeah. to grow. Things you have to do mechanical. and maintain and monitor in order to be more successful because you are playing God. When you decide to go this yeah. way, you are playing God essentially. You are the one that sure. says, you control it, you I'll give you this pH and this EC in your feed this many times a day, X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, fish paste, yeah. and that's how it is. So the proposal also is right, like the, I mean, I've seen um, for a while, the, bigger, the most requests we get are pro mixes. Yes, so pro mixes. 70, 40, 70, 30. So we also would do that, and we mix for you at our shop. Mm. Yeah. You've got to pay the school fees. Go and do yeah. the different things. 60, 40, 70, 30, 90, 10, How do you want to struggle? Try it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How, How often do you want to water? All How these things. But that's why you go into the grow shop. That's why you speak uh, to these guys, yeah. to the grow guru guys, to the hydro biz guys, to all the guys, the hydroponics.co.za. Speak to them. Ask them. They're going to ask. They're going to hit you with some questions back, but that's just because they want to make sure you go out with a smile on your dial and you don't mm. come back a week later moaning. And also understand what it is your, your outcomes are. How often can you water? What's the final outcome? Yeah. But yeah, this. Power. Do you have power? Do you have yeah, power? Do you have amps? But what I will say is, I, I, why I have occasionally gravitated towards this sort of growing is that you can really gas it outdoors. Don't get me wrong. And you can really gas with living soil. And I know in times living soil beats it, but you can get consistent, very high end results with this sort of thing when you get it right. It's repeatable. 100% repeatable. Using yeah. mediums like this, you can use this, and every single time you go by this block and you use that nutrient, it's going to work the same. It is going to work the, the same. Your pinpoint yeah. feeding. Yeah. Well, it's it's yeah, it's it's yeah. yeah. Managing cool. risk. You can't go into big operations and use methods that aren't going to be exactly yeah. the same. Custom soil mixes, yeah. unless you've run it for years. Yeah. yeah, unless yeah. you have tonnage of that, yeah. which is then also Stable, still a, a risky sense room. to go commercial because you can't guarantee that bag one and bag thirty-seven thousand two hundred forty-two so is the same. same. And if you can't do that, your risk is out the window, and it's unfortunately with these bags. fucking exorbitant licenses that we would have had to pay yeah. for and the cost of it, yeah. you can't afford that fucking one bag to yeah. be wrong. Yeah. But that's why there is a solution. You always yeah. go you to grow in the ground under license, bro. Yeah, that's why you go buy the stuff. You go buy, go to the grow shops that are providing it. Boom, yeah. sorted. And Done. if you if you want <laughs> if you want bag five to be the same as bag five million, go to BioLeaf, there local you know. oaks who are that committed yeah. because they that's get it. Hardcore. Yeah. They get it. Yeah. Yeah. That should work. So that's that is hydroponic mediums in a nutshell. <laughs> Dope. Guys, absolute last chance to vote in this week's Zol poll if it's still going. Uh, do you smoke before work? No, definitely. Before, during, and after. Uh, like, share, subscribe, hashtag Hotbox Show on all the socials. Uh, I'd just like to take a minute to say thank you to those who support legalization. 
the views on the show are not the views of these people. These are just the people who put their money where their mouth is and are trying to create fields of green for all. We really couldn't do this without them. There is grow stuff and grow lights and someone won a hundred thousand rand bong at GT yes, Hydro. Do people <laughs> want it, bro? Do people want it? Yeah, they Did gave they... another one away now. No, they gave away two motherships. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Dude. Yeah. What? Yo. Yeah. The most expensive <laughs> giveaway ever. Yo. Hi. But you know right. what? I'm gonna credit where it's due to Al, Shane, Ryan, Trev. All the oaks at GT Hydro, they shook the tree there, you know, they put out a, what looks like a good grow light and it's going to make a lot of oaks happy yep. and oaks won motherships and it was dope as fuck. So big thank you to, to Green Thumb Hydro, we were there last week. Big thank you to Green Smoke. Guys, also get your seeds and all that, there's still time in the season to put some in the yeah, ground, man. Hey, and for all you oaks who are going to do, do the indoor checkup, the indoor sun. Or don't even bother. Join one of the cannabis clubs that's an affiliate. Man. Are there more of the mosaic cookies, Jules Mosaics, still available? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. There we are. Go, yes. And get the, go and get those. There's only 500 available. Because everything goes to the fields of green for all, right? Yes. Or percentage of it. For remembering Jules. There we go. So yeah. Don't forget to remember him this Saturday, find Jules fortune. Yeah, please burn one for Jules this Saturday, Oaks. A big thank you to those who are still supporting the the crowdfunding campaign on GoFundMe. Uh, we're almost there to our goal, but we shouldn't give up. It would be lovely to make it by the end of the year. Uh, again, it's wonderful that people still Good. care. Yep. It's, I'm not going to dig at this too much because I'm an also something Jules taught me is I always saw he wasn't one to get hung up on sadness, bro. He would always mission on. So I've resolved to myself that I am for one tired of being mm. sad. Mm. That's and it, I'm done now. Yeah, I'm definitely burning one this Saturday, That's though. Maybe, who knows, maybe even have a dad and try not to break his rig. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> have a dab, guys. Yeah, yeah. Have a dab. And then, uh, Joe, you're telling us there's a couple of events this week. Oh, shit, yes. Let me just find, find it quickly. Sorry, I did end up getting a bit stoned. Cool. So, while we wait for that, uh, how was. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the Grow Light at Green Town? That's all. Yeah, of that GT300 that they launched. I know it's a bit early to say because we yeah. haven't seen everyone grow with the jet. All I got to see was the unit there. It's nice and sleek, slim. It looks, um, it had got some really good white light. It's not a blurple, which is the main thing. It was not a blurple. Be the end of the <laughs> Samsung chip, right? Samsung chips. Samsung chip, yes. Locally manufactured, locally, locally manufactured, backed up. Everything locally made. Um, it can be repaired. It can be guaranteed. There's a guarantee. Yeah, I thought it was pretty dope. I haven't tried it yet, so I can't see that yeah. because I, I, you know at the end of the day the proof is in the pudding no matter what unfortunately it is you have to mm -hmm. test it out and see whether or not it does work and, yeah. and I'll say this much it's cheaper than a PS5 it'll make you a lot more money than a PS5 yeah, that, <laughs> that it can do for you yes that, mm -hmm. or just save you a lot of money no, you know, save you a lot of money make you a lot more weed buy, eh? exactly yeah, keep yeah. yourself iry and safe and healthy buy you a lot more happiness yeah, eh? yeah, <laughs> grow a gram of what here we go Lots of guys doing a gram or what without CO2. So I mean, and it's really good for the guys that don't have much space because it's yeah. LED. It is a small compact small panel. Tent. Put in a small tent yes. and you've got enough light. And the 80 by 80 you're styling. Yes. You're styling with that to light. So yeah. Fill that thing, man. Even these new one meter by one meters, I think, mm. are actually working well. Will work with that tent. So. Yeah, some guys are doing 400 watt on a square there meter. So. Yeah. Banging, bro. Banging with the Samsung chips. Well, it's eh? a 
you spread more and it's a compromise, obviously. It's a spread. But it, yeah, ideally you want 700. But I mean, <laughs> 400, you can, there's some stuff you can do. We're so spoiled for choice, guys. I never thought it would get like this this soon, eh? I thought I'd be an old man mm. before I saw LEDs kicking off so much, mm. eh? So this week's Zol poll was, uh, do you toke before work? The options were yep, no, or before, during, and after. We had 50 votes this week. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew. 31% 31 said yep. 25% said no. And 44% said before, during, and after. And I wonder, you know, I I think this only matters and it kind of, we would be better if we had this data. What are their professions? (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you, for those of you who do care, to actually go into that, there is a survey. There is a survey. Yes, do the survey. There There's a survey Thank at Fields you. of Green which says that it's low-key. We're not going to dox anyone or knock no, anyone. No, no. But go. It, it's, it's, you could do it while sitting on the loo. We're trying to gather information that is factual that can be used Are in the court sales? of law to, for better... Mm-hmm. You know, Laws and regulations and policies that suit us. Yeah, because which ones are surgeons? Yeah, which ones say, are we pilots? We just had like sixty surgeons voting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck. Ah. I tell you surgeons, what. pilots, uh, <laughs> fucking nuclear physicists, uh, whatever you know. We are all of- ranking. <laughs> <laughs> we are all officially doctors of dankness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big thank you to Jay, uh, to Dave and Kai. Big thank you to Jordan. Big thank you to Use, 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 and Use. Yes. The events events. Quickly, events quickly, so apparently there's a place in Maboning called The Blaze Cafe. Okay. It's their first birthday on the 7th of November this weekend. They are having a market gourmet food live music performances. Uh, that is 24 Albrecht Street. Then there is speed dating for cannabis lovers, first Wednesday of every month. It's, uh, it's at the Bosseville Country Estate. That is, it's called Let's Get, Let's Get Cushy. Uh, it's, it's the Chronicle that's in, in organized in, uh, with that. Just don't grab her by the cushy. Yeah. <laughs> and then last one at the cellar uh, is some techno party, uh, including camping. Okay. Yeah, uh, so it also well, that's the Chronicle, so to pop on to the Facebook page and have a look. Yeah, check out I'm a bit too stuck. That's what I have. That's what I have. So enjoy all of those parties, do all the things, and stay safe and choose happy. Stay lit. Have I forgotten anything? Yeah, Insta my gram. No, we don't do it anymore. It got too popular, bro. It was outgrowing us, so we had to tear it down. <laughs> we we, we let go of it. That's like a butterfly. We let it go. Started it, now the people are doing it. Yeah, yeah. people are doing yeah, it. Other we'll people find are a doing new it. thing to do. <laughs>